The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Let's ride. Yes, sir. It's Monday. It is that. It's Monday right here. It is. And the play is on. It's brought to you by Tostitos. Mm. We've got Heckma Harrison here. Barry Church. I'm Dewey Scruggs. All right. Cowboys go down 26-17 last night in Philadelphia. And whenever the game ends, we all have an initial just thought. Okay. Just a reaction to it. Church, what was your thought? What was your reaction to? We'll go around the room. BC, I'm sorry. I do not want to interrupt mm-hmm. none of this. What's up with y'all? What's happening right now? What you talking about? Are y'all, I mean, for real? Am I in the parallel universe right now? What's going on, man? Where the taste of cake at? They were little, we thought last night was enough, man. Y'all thought last night was enough. When did y'all get together and have a powwow about this? This is a separate line. Y'all got to separate. Okay. <laughs> Last night was enough, man. That's that's all the medicine my boy needed. You know, that's it. <laughs> that's all he needed. Right there. That's all he needed right there. My man, go up, go right ahead, dog. Y'all, okay, cool. We going. You want to do offense? We going defense? It's, just, <laughs> it, it, it's really just just you know when the game ends, especially you being a former player. Do the game end? What's what's your first thought? What stuck out what, to me the most? I'm gonna tell you what stuck out to me the most about this game, man. I'm looking on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I feel as though for the first time. And probably two years since he's been here, I felt like Quinn got out coached, man. I felt like he got out coached. It was kind of like a prize fight out there. It was, you know, punch, counterpunch, punch, counterpunch. But I don't feel like he ever had the answer. All right? They, they did what I thought they would do to Michael Parsons, which is put him in the RPO. Force him to make a decision out there. He can't just come off the edge chasing people down, getting these quarterbacks sacked. We ain't going to let him do that. We're going to make him think a little bit out there. And Philadelphia did a hell of a job doing that. They presented him with that RPO, that run-pass option, all night long. It had him thinking about it all night long. And that slowed Micah Parsons down. All right? That slowed him down a little bit. But then second half comes around. Dan Quinn makes a little bit of adjustment. He starts to heat up. He starts to heat up Hurts a little bit. He starts to heat him up. And it worked. You know, that first drive coming out of halftime – Three and out, boom, they get the ball back to Dallas. But then Sirianni and the Eagles, after that drive, because Dallas took up the whole third quarter with that long-ass drive, or that long drive from uh, <laughs> from Cooper Rush. But when the Eagles got the ball back, Sirianni, they went right back to the ground game. Okay. And something that's been a chink in this a chink in this armor for the past two years, people running, being able to run the football on the Dallas Cowboys. And it necessarily it wasn't Hurts that was doing all the damage. Miles Sanders got in the, involved. Kenneth Gainwell, Gainwell got involved. Bar Scott, or not Bar Scott. Uh, yeah, Bar Scott, yeah. Number 35, something Scott. Last yeah. name Scott. Boston was, Scott. Boston, Boston Scott. Boston. He was getting involved in it as well. And I feel as though when they did that, Quinn had no answer to it. He had no answer to it. So when they come back around, I'm sure he'll be in the lab and he'll get going again. But to me, I felt like he got out coached. And that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me. Because if we look at it, that very first drive, Philly came out hot. What was they doing? They was doing that RPO and having A.J. Brown cross face on Parsons, slowing him down even more, wide open a couple times, touchdown. He never really got a hold of that play. To me, that's what stuck out the most, man. He he got our coach. Now, he's still a hell of a coach. He's still, you know, the mad scientist out there, but he took a little bit of an L yesterday. You know, I, I, 
in a way that I, I didn't expect for the scheme to be too much for our defense. I think that's where I was kind of surprised. Um, uh, and I have to give kudos to them and how they uh, <clears throat> approached uh, Michael Parsons. And you, I called it paralysis by analysis. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a guy out there, he's thinking too much. And if you don't see uh, the Wildcat with a quarterback, that's what I call the RPO uh, uh, every week, then, you know, that you have to ask yourself, what's, go- what's my responsibility? It's like – Anytime, if you're watching high school football, watching college football, someone has their triple option. You don't see it every week, so therefore, it's hard for you to scheme for it during the week, right? Because you don't practice against it. So going up against the Lions, you're not going to see these guys come out in any RPO Mm -hmm. look to that extent that they were running it. I thought the defense in the first quarter did a pretty good job, but it was bend, don't break. Uh, situation that was happening with our defense. Uh, but I think once the de- once the turnover started to happen, that's when the field position got flipped, and it was it was game on mm-hmm. after that, you know. And so um, I, I have to give them credit for knowing where our weaknesses were going to be. And they circled the one guy that we believe is our strength. And they made Michael Parsons, instead of him being able to throw caution to the wind and just barrel down and go right after the quarterback, there he was studying in real time, and it yeah. slowed him down. I and you mentioned the boxing match, and my first thought was, okay, they came out, they Philadelphia, they came out here ready to go, mm-hmm. and and I, I don't think the Cowboys were just ready for all that intensity that was in the building. I talked to a couple of folks who were at the game. I did not go to Philadelphia. Like, okay, man, this place was loud. These dudes were ready to go. They remembered that fifty spot that they ate last year, mm-hmm. so they were ready to go, and, and they came out firing. To me, you look at some of the numbers here, it was kind of favorable along the way. But I spoke last week about third down, guys. That the Cowboys' third down conversions not as high, the 29th in the league versus Phillies. Last night, third downs, 4 of 10 for Dallas. Philadelphia, 6 of 14. So much of football is decided on third down. So you lose the third down, uh, you lose that, that battle. Three turnovers in Philadelphia. You can't you – know, that, that, you know, you didn't get one. Cowboys defense didn't get one at all. So, that's, that's you lose third downs, you lose the turnovers, then you go to time of possession. 34 minutes for Philadelphia. These are the things that we said, okay, this is what Dallas can't do. I mean, it's just overall as a team, you yeah. know. And then 10 penalties, guys. 10 yeah, penalties. Yeah, they reared their head up again. Man. 10 penalties. I mean, the things that you just can't go on the road to a good football team and do. Yeah. You, know, you might be get you know you get away and beat Cleveland with that and Carolina like that, but you're not going to beat Philadelphia that way. So I looked at this. I just said, okay, these are the things that happen. If I if I am Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy today, you know you've got some things to work on, but you got to feel good from the standpoint these dudes got down twenty to three, to twenty to nothing. Battle back. They did. They battle. I, I give them. They battle back. Um, I just don't feel the. The sky is falling. Some folks are just pessimistic. I'm like, okay. Oh, no. You want to go 16-1? Oh, no, no, no. The sky is definitely not falling. I mean, I mean, it's definitely not There's falling. There's work to be done here. Of course. And when you talk about penalties, the thing that just frustrated me the most, man, was the, is the controllables. Oh. The, the controllable penalties. But like, that's always you, there, man. That's, what right? I, that's the thing. I'm like, you're Dante Fowler. Come on, man. This is the second or third Dante, time I mean, in the year you done did this. I mean, did you not want to come out of the screen on Dante Fowler? Was that fourth and four? Yeah, it's fourth and four. Fourth and four. That's what they call that situational awareness. Uh, <laughs> are they going to go forward on fourth and four? Probably not. 
It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. Uh, and there's no excuses for that. They really are. And I think you know, back to what you were saying, new. Like the the penalties are maddening, uh, especially the special teams penalties when you have those. Kevontae Turpin is on his way, and you have great field position or a good enough field position, and you have a penalty, and you set your offense back, which is not good enough Mm-mm. to have those kind of things happen yet. You know, it, you, you have to give Cooper Rush every advantage on the football field. He cannot be in a situation where he's starting a drive from the 10-yard line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you expecting him to go 90? Nah. You know, we want to set him up to be uh, favorable. But the penalties, man, were maddening. The one that really, like, took me off the, the over the edge was the one with Micah. I was just like, I'm like, Micah, you, 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 can't, you can't do that. In a situation where you get the stop, you get the stop, you get everything that you need, and then you get – taunting uh, a penalty that and you give them new life that's that's hard and that's where you know kind of his age showed a little bit there right there you, you can tell he's kind of young still I mean I understand it's hype you know emotions are going the lead up to this game was outstanding you know both right. sides going back and forth so you knew there was going to be some hype to it and he made he made a heck of a play you know Garden one of the best tight ends in the game and Goddard make a heck right. of a play and as a player you want to let him know that I'm here all day all right you gonna see me on number 11 all day but, but you got to do it in a more subtle way. I mean, in experience, he'll be able to understand how you do that. You kind of hit him with the wit and where you walk by him. You kind of whisper in his ear like, yeah, I'm gotta, here all day. I mean, yeah. got to give that Larry Bird. You baby. got to. Larry Bird, Larry Bird was good at it. Kill him on the low. You got to. But when no. you get up flexing all up in his ear, right. I'm here, mother. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They going to call you out on it, man. And, you know, he'll, he'll, learn, he'll learn as he gets more experience how to get that subtleness in there. But that was a huge penalty, man. Huge. No, that was that that was a I don't want to call it game changing, but it was it happened at a time where your defense yeah. your defense is is showing up. They're giving you all the things that you need. And that were just times that our defense looked so on they looked like they were on their heels. All right. Mm-hmm. And I have to give credit to the Philadelphia offensive line because they were blocking our guys to the echo of the whistle. All right. And yeah. and as a defensive guy, you hate that. <laughs> oh, you no. hate that because you're looking at the ref like, come on, man, you don't see this. You know, and, and the refs are not doing anything about it. Mm-mm. They're they're holding you, but they're getting away. You know what I'm saying? It's like all of those things were happening in this game, and you could tell, like, look. These guys were getting frustrated. You could mm. see in the inter- interior linemen. Oh, Diggy Zua. He got frustrated. They were getting yes. frustrated. Yes. You know, they were getting fr- – because it was a lot of that standing around the pile, guys blocking you while you're standing mm-hmm. around the pile. And, and I'm sure, like I said, for those defensive guys in Tristan Hill, he was ready mm. to fight oh, after the game. You, <laughs> you know? <You're> <laughs> <laughs> because Because once it came down to it, you just sitting there and you're like, come on, Tristan, man. You know, you guys are trying to make the, make a stop. But then they are getting their run going, and it's not like they're getting the run going mm-hmm. on the edges. They're getting the run going in the A gap, mm. and when you getting a when you getting a run going in the A gap, it just takes your heart out as mm. a defense, man. You ain't lying. Philadelphia had a good game plan against Mike they Parsons. They did. They had a good game plan, and and, and all you gotta do is read read social media. Twitter Eagle fan is, is trying to call. Someone said, "Oh, he's Michael Parsons." You know, <laughs> oh, don't disrespect my guy like that. <laughs> no, no, Michael he, Parsons. Not even give him any respect. <laughs> he's still a top three name. defender in the league now. <laughs> Michael Parsons. Oh, that's good. And, and I look at I I just look at this game from this is this is a growth perspective type of football game. So where Dan Quinn and these guys are going to be able to get in here and say. Hey, guys, this, these are the things that if people are going to beat you, this number one, we can't beat ourselves, mm-hmm. and then allow them to beat you. The Cowboys still got to stop the run. I, 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 I'm, I am convinced now, if you want to beat the Dallas Cowboys, 
You need to run the football. And they have got to figure out how to fix that. Um, the Eagles in this football game, I mean, Jalen Hurts uh, had nine rushes for 27 yards, but they were effective yes. rushes. These were just effective rushes, and they kept the chains moving here. He you know, basically ran when he had to, um, and, and even just the threat, the threat of him running was, was something there. But the Cowboys have got to fix this, man. That's that's just my take on the Cowboys run. What about you? No, I've – Look, I, I think you try and mitigate. One, you want to take away one thing as a defense. Like you ain't gonna run, you ain't gonna give up the pay, big play, all right, over the top. But you ain't gonna run on us, yeah. right? Or you say we're gonna bend, don't break in the run concept. You know, we're gonna let you have it. Then when you get close enough, we're just gonna bear down and, and shut it down. I thought that they tried to stay alignment assignment uh, really well, but there were just those moments where you they were they were guessing too much. And I just go back to the days of the Big Eight, man. Jamel Holloway, guys from the Oklahoma and their triple option, and you couldn't run. You could, like they had so many athletes for Oklahoma back in the day, Church. That man, this man Holloway was like a magician with the ball. You know, he a fake, and if your edge went that way, he was going eighty yards. It was a wrap. It was a wrap you Turner, know, uh, Turner Gill. Yep, yeah, guys like that. Uh, Tommy Frazier, even like yeah. guys that used to run this option, and that's why I said to myself, I'm like, this defense looks like this is an offense that they're facing that they're not used to seeing these kind of concepts where you have to stay in your lane. If you get out of that lane, you may give up an 80-yard touchdown. And that's the part that I felt like I just wanted Micah to destroy. It hurts. I'm like, forget it. Forget the <laughs> just pitch. Just go straight at him. Just go straight at him and put him on his butt because that's the only way that you can stop him for even one. He'll start pitching it early. That's quick. The, yep, yeah, he'll quick. get rid of it quick. But he was just in a situation where he, especially on that on the goal line, the pass um, uh, to number six, I can't think Devontae of his name. Smith. The Smith. I was like, that was man, a heck of a play, though. that was a hell of a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you look at our defenders on that play, everybody was like. Bad eyes, man. <laughs> see a little, see eyes. a lot. You're exactly. See a lot, see they a all little. looking in the backfield, yeah. man. The, the, the reaction from Diggs that got the penalty. He slams the helmet down mm. in the end zone after that. Um, that, showed you, that showed you some of the confusion yeah. there. But this, once again, this is a growth game. All right, Philly, you emptied your bucket. You emptied mm-hmm. your bucket on what you had for the Cowboys. <laughs> now they've seen it. Uh, and, you know, you got to go now, go go play, you know, as, as to use the old Jason Garrett, stacks and wins. You've got, you got Detroit. You've got Chicago. You, you, you've got Green Bay after that. Mm-hmm. So you've got games to play. Christmas Eve, dudes come down here, and you're hoping to have your your crew healthy to go, and see if they can run this thing back on yeah. you. But it's it's a it's it's not a game to sit up here and hold your heads on or no. say no, you're no, no, fraudulent no. or anything no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Let's go. You know what? They came out there. You battle back. The Cowboy defense just could not make the stop they needed to once it got to twenty to seventeen. I mean, they marched down on them. This is this is. What, what do you guys call it on Mondays? Uh, was it Garrett Vision? Garrett Vision. Oh, yeah. They getting circled. So, Dan Quinn's going to sit up here, look at the defense. On the offensive side, Kellen Moore's going to be looking at the offense. Guys, this is where we left plays, where we shot ourselves the foot. And, and I just think overall, McCarth- McCarthy's done a very good job yeah. the last two seasons after losses. So, hey, here come, here come the Lions this week. You got this game. Get ready to roll. I know we're going to take a break here, but does anybody have anything to say about the challenge or not to challenge? That is what I was going to get to. Oh, yeah, okay. We're going to get to that. Right. Yeah, yeah, we got to talk because, about that. Because we, 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 uh. we definitely we need to breathe on this one. Yeah. We, we yeah. don't want to be up against the break. Yeah, we want to breathe on it. I want to, I want to say that because uh, one of the main criticisms that symptoms, one of the main criticisms of Mike McCarthy was game manager when he got this job. People in Green Bay were like, man, we don't have issues, we have issues. Let's talk about the challenge that was it with 
Barry Church. Yes, sir. Heckma Harrison. I'm Newey Scruggs. It's Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. With Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Limited tickets for the remaining home games of the 2022 Dallas Cowboys seasons at AT&T Stadium are now available. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash tickets or SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos. That's Heckma mm. Harrison's Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. Cowboys coming off a 26-17 loss in Philadelphia. Cooper Rush was the quarterback in the game. Had three interceptions. Mm, hate to see it. Cowboys did not get a turnover. Didn't win the battle on third down. Defense stayed on the field 34 minutes and 30 mm. seconds. These are the tough times that uh, thought you were going to say, these are the breaks. That's what I thought you were about to do. Bring it up, bring it up. That's what I thought you were about to do. Curtis Blow could definitely. <laughs> what? Great song, definitely. What happened there? Because those were the breaks for them. Yeah. Uh, Mike McCarthy, his game management called into question and debated very much after the game when the Cowboys lost. So C.D. Lamb converts a third down. Hell of a play. Okay. It just, you know, just kept fighting. Stretches the ball out, 
on TV. I thought it was clear to me watching on TV. Even in real time, before you saw the instant replay, did it look? He stressed and, out for it. He stressed out. And so Mike says he talked to the official on the sidelines who said, no, nah, I didn't get it. He said he wanted to believe the official. Oh. And like, Come on. So bro. they go for it on fourth down. They do, don't convert. You give Philadelphia an easy field. Defense does their part. But this, was a, this wasn't good. Mm-mm. No, it's a pivotal moment. Not good, especially when you think about, all right, you're not calling the plays, Mike. You know, you got Kellen to do that. You're not calling defense. Got, this is your job as the CEO. He didn't get it done. A lot of criticism going around for him today. Heck, I'll start with you. Your thoughts. Man, you can give him every excuse in the world in, in that situation, but you're starting to run out of him as far as game management is concerned. When you don't challenge that spot, if you do it just for the hell of it, mm-hmm. you know, just for giggles, you know, <laughs> flip a coin, rock, paper, scissors, you know, it looked like he may have got there. Um, I just thought that was a moment in the game when Mike did not challenge. I, I, I I struggle with that just to figure out what could he have possibly been thinking. And, and I don't know if he's in the stadium not getting the same replay that we're getting uh, at home. Uh, but still, you know, looking at it, it looked like clearly there was a first down. And then you come back, hindsight is always twenty twenty. You say, Mike, if you if you're challenged, you would have won that. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's one aspect of it. But then after that, punt the ball. If you And if you don't punt on – Fourth and inches? Mm-hmm. I mean, that wasn't for It was fourth and inches. You turn around, you hand the ball off, and then you go from there um, with that decision. But I think as backed up as you were, analytics is going to get somebody axed because <laughs> you cannot in that situation that early in the game say that we're going to throw caution to the wind no matter what the numbers say. You have to punt that ball. you know. And if you're not going to run it, and if you don't have a, a – a, I don't know, one running play in your whole it power something that can get you a half a, an inch, then, man, throw the whole playbook away. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I mean, look, you know, real time, it, it kind of looked like he stretched it over and got it. And, you know, maybe you take your time a little bit, get your guys in the booth to say, hey, do we, you know, do we got a, a case right here to go challenge it? Because you, you had time. You had time to do so. But whatever. You don't challenge it, whatever you decide to go for it. My big issue is the same thing you had an issue with. It's, 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 it's less than a yard. It's less than a yard. Ezekiel Elliott had been running that thing the entire afternoon. They couldn't handle Ezekiel Elliott down there. He was pounding these guys. So you got a $90 million back in the backfield. Your offensive line has been doing pretty decent, you know, up to that point in the game. Just turn around and hand the ball off. Please. And, and it's not like you got Dak Prescott out there. So I don't understand the whole, you know, it was a boot, right? It was yeah. a boot. Like, what are we doing putting Cooper Rush on the move? I mean, what does that accomplish out there? If you're going to go for it, there's only one option to do it. You give it hands, you get the ball to Ezekiel Elliott and let him get that one inch for you, or right. ten inches, whatever it was. And then you go about your day. But to decide to go for it and hit you with the the bootleg and that just, it just didn't make sense to me. It reminded me of that play was that last year. It was like fourth and one, and we decided to throw a five yard hitch to to uh CD Lamb on the outside. Yeah. It was just things like this are just it's it just it's what it's what teams, bad teams do in games. That's right. how they lose games. But yeah. it was an inch. And you give it to <laughs> The inches we need are all around us. You put it in Cooper Rush's hands. If you look over there, you're going to see a guy that'll go that inch. Pacino. Pacino, baby. But why Why put it in Cooper Rush's hands? I don't know. At that point. No, I can't do it for you. (laughs) I'm too old. 
I've lost all my money. <laughs> oh, no, it's hard. That was a, that was a hard way. Uh, that was a hard way to go. Uh, and I think getting cute in that situation, where like you you you, you didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, man, it it was a build up to more of. I saw Kellen Moore do more of that as the game went along, and I kept and as I watched it again and again. I think that the the Philadelphia Eagle defense they were loading the box so much against Cooper Rush and daring him. They dared him to throw. They believed let, in the secondary. Let, let me go back into the, there the, to, to the – okay, so it becomes fourth down. And Mike spoke about it after the game. They were turbo. So when you said they had time, they didn't really have time because he was like, let's get up on the ball. So you were trying to, you know, you were trying to kind of surprise them. That's what I say, so they catching them off yourself, guard? Yeah, but you didn't give yourself time to just – Hey, somebody check the booth. You know, let's take our time yeah. for the clock run. Somebody tell me, did he get it? Did he not get it? So when you went turbo, you even eliminated that. Because mm-hmm. what you needed, from what it sounds like, is somebody to say, hey, hey somebody to buzz down. Mike, throw it. Just challenge this. When you go turbo like that, you take that away from you. So there's, there's more criticism from him on that. And it's, it's legitimate. In my opinion, it's legitimate because this is what this is why you're paid the big bucks to, to make sure that happens. What is it, October? What are we October 16th? Okay, so now it's October 16th. So October 16th, let's hope you see this. These guys, Mike always talk about self scout. You guys self scout this, and then you know, come December, January, that something like this doesn't happen again, because it was definitely. It was. It was. It helped. It helped them continue the momentum and just your coach can't. Greg Popovich always says, a "Coach can't be the reason why." Mm-mm. You know, you got you, you. put your guys in a bad spot. He put his team in a bad spot. It's it's frustrating. Yeah. One of many frustrating things on the night. One of many frustrating things on the night for the Cowboys. But also, I look at this and say, okay, these guys had the ability to go back, look at this film, and say, okay, this is this is what you can't have to go beat a team like the Eagles. Your coach can't not be on his game, can't have three turnovers, Mm-mm. can't be out here guessing and getting fooled. This is a part of it. I got, a, I got another thing, man, that y'all may got? want to check out, what man. I don't know if Michael Gallup is 100% healthy. Um, this game really looked I, – I saw some things from Michael Gallup that I had – like he, would, he was coming out of his routes a little bit earlier. Uh, on that one, uh, like every time they went to Michael Gallup, he was either tipped or intercepted the, the times. He had seven targets uh, for the game. He only caught two balls. But that's something to, to, to monitor. I know we, we want to get, you know, Michael Gallup back involved in the offense, but sometime to his own demise right now, it just, it just feels like last night, I don't want to say lackadaisical, it, he just didn't look like himself, man. Yeah, I agree. All right, this is what I raised my hand for. I hear your point, but this is the other point. I talked to Rodney Harrison about, about this going into the matchup. We were talking about this. I said, Rodney, I think their corners are better right now than our receivers. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, like, that's right, without a question. Battle, I'm like, you, if you, you, you tail the tape here, give me Philadelphia. They oh, played good last night. They did. They top five secondary They played good last night. They played really good last night. And this is the growth mind. This is the growth mindset. Hey guys, you know what you put out? That's not gonna cut it. Guys, next time you meet, it, if you want to go to, the, that's not gonna cut it. You got to be better. Because it, it wasn't only Gallup out there that was getting clamped up. I mean, you look all, across the board. Philadelphia secondary clamped down on these receivers. There was no separation. Ah! Talk about talk about the percentage of man 
versus zone that they, that you recognized in the game. I seen a lot of man. I seen a lot a of lot. man too. And they had low rap plays. So so let's 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 dissect that. You as a secondary guy, okay, knowing that if you are a quote unquote number one, number two receiver in the league. You got to beat man coverage. You got to. You got to beat man coverage. This is what this is all about. Have we not been saying this about CeeDee Lamb? I don't care. Look, even on the play where – and people are on him about the interception, uh, saying that, oh, man, you should have you, you came back to the ball, try at least knock it down. I think that's the little nuanced thing that separates number one receivers from the rest of the league. Those little small things, yes, he won the route. Mm-hmm. He and, and I would have been pissed off too, dog. I won the route. That was a house call. I'm going to hit my head on the goalpost. Mm-hmm. All right, but the ball is underthrown, and you know that this guy is going to – he's going to come and intercept it, at least try and knock the ball down or at least be pursuing him. To make the tackle, that's I think those are the small thing. Maybe maturity. You've mentioned that before. Maybe that has something to do with it. But when I look at when I looked at Michael Gallup last night, it was just cutting off routes too soon, or the way that he was running. Maybe he didn't think he was getting the ball. I don't know. It was a pass play, so you mm-hmm. would think that he would be prepared. It just he, that's not the same thirteen that I'm used to. And I don't know, like, if anybody else is looking at the tape and going, damn, is Mike Gallup all right? You know, I just saw he was he was targeted seven times. He only caught two balls. And yeah. so I'm not saying that the, their DBs are garbage. But I am saying if you got man-to-man and you are an NFL wide receiver that's being paid handsomely, you got to win. You got to win those routes. And, and once again, the body language showed itself. 88. Yeah. When, when things ain't going right. Oh, man, here we go. Oh. Just yeah. you, you don't put yeah. your quarterback under the under the microscope like that. But when you talk about this secondary from the Eagles, with the addition of Gardner Johnson, the guy they got from the Saints, two picks last night, James Bradbury, there, there's there's no glaring weaknesses in the secondary. Right. And you know, going into the thing, I thought the ground game is where you're gonna have to attack these guys. And the Cowboys did for the most part. They, they handled you their business on the ground. You had one thirty six on the ground. Exactly. One, something like that. One thirty four yeah. average. One thirty four point two but, yards. Uh, but uh, if you're five. a number one receiver, if you eighty eight, you gotta win on some of these things. This was what one on one coverage. What is the film session like after something like this? If, I'm you, t- if it was Garrett, it, mm, he gonna have that laser pointer out. He gonna circle. We gotta win this. Here's eighty eight. This is where we gotta win. Out here doing Chipotle commercials with legends. <laughs> Hadn't done anything yet. <laughs> Here he is, Sunday Night Football. Look at you, getting clamped up. And all the Eagles like a, did. Like, like you at Red Lobster. And all the what Eagles did. What you going to do, 88? You're number one, 88? You said you were built for this, right, 88? Look at this. Darius Slay eating your lunch. I mean, that the film says it like that. I mean, it, it should be. Dude, this is a tomorrow show. If you're, if you're the coaching staff, man, what a great opportunity here. All right, guys, we're feeling good. Now we got, if we want to go where we want to go, you got to be better than this. Yeah. I mean, personally, seeing this, Lions, the, the Lions in trouble. Lions should be in trouble. If you are watching this and you and, and they're calling you out, Gallup, where are you at here? I mean, there's there's so many things they could point to and just this is no worse. Guys, guys, this isn't gonna win games. What are games. we doing here? Right, guys, this is not gonna win games. This is not gonna win a championship. Mm. Guys, we're gonna be home in January real fast, just like this. Mm. Guys, uh-huh. can't win the can't defend the. I mean, this is to me. If you're the coaching staff, this is an excellent opportunity to really just put it on guys about getting out here and get better. This wasn't Cincinnati. It wasn't Ram, it wasn't the Rams. It wasn't a compromise offensive. I mean, there's a whole lot of places where you can go. Yeah. Cooper, Cooper, what you doing? Why is this ball right here? You you know they out here like like Justice League out here. In this, in this <laughs> said the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, where are you throwing the ball at? I mean, there's so many. 
There are just so many opportunities where the Cowboys can look at this and go get better. The Eagles were ready to go. They played their butts off. Cowboys shot themselves in the foot. Heard Nick Eatman say today on 105.3, the fans like, uh, the Eagles beat the Cowboys and the Cowboys beat the Cowboys yesterday. It's like it took two <laughs> losses. <laughs> and that's going to happen, right? It is. And it's good. You're not going to play 17 perfect games. You're going to look at one like, man, woo, woo, we didn't do well there. And that happened. It's, it hard, happened. it's hard enough beat, beating ourselves and beating somebody else. And so we, we gave a lot away. We left a lot of, left a lot of yards on, on, on the field. And they're going to come back today when they watch the film. And they've probably already seen it. That Look, they, they beat themselves. Yeah. The, the crazy penalties, they beat themselves. We, we cannot be, you know, as much as we beg for penalties, we cannot beg for penalties. You know, we can't beg for a rough in the passer. Yes, rough in the passer was one thing last week. It's another thing this week. All right? Ain't it? It? <laughs> it's a different thing this week. So, I mean, it, it just don't happen for us. You know, if it happened for somebody else, I, I mean, and I just want to make my, my final, final point on Ezekiel Elliott because I thought that this was a game that Zeke lived up to it. You know, he he's – people are asking the question of how does he feel about the rotation between him and Tony Pollard. Um, and I think that he's handled it with a lot of grace, being the, you know the kind of career that he has. He's gone over 10,000 yards from scrimmage, ranking him amongst some of the best uh, running backs that come through the Dallas Cowboys. Emmitt Smith, Tony Darsett. I mean, that's that's the kind of presence you want to be in, right? Uh, but last night, I thought that not only did we need him as a runner, we needed him as our extra swing tackle. And so <laughs> he comes in and he he handles those he handles those roles, and he doesn't complain about it. But then on that one, the touchdown. I mean, to me, that was I'm like, if Zeke, if you have that in your bag, and we can we can uh, benefit from that in the, in November and December. Man, we're going to be working with Crisco. All right, let's hit a break here, our, our last break. Um, man, <laughs> I'm just not where a whole lot of other people are, down in the dumps, because number four was spinning the ball before Talk the game. Talk about it. Let's dive, let's dive into that next with Heck Harris and Barry Church. Before we're going to get, man. This is Players Lounge. Before we're going to get. We'll talk about that next right here right. on DallasCowboys.com. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. 
Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! But Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. Get live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games on your phone, tablet, game replays, and more. Go to plus.nfl.com and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. Heckman Harrison. Barry Church from yeah. Dallas Cowboys Safety. I'm Newby Scruggs. This is Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Now, it's what will be, okay? What was, took the loss of Philadelphia, your 4-2 mm. football team. This should have been Cooper Rush's final start. Dak Prescott warming up before the game, also taking snaps from under center. Um, I expect number four to be back. Mike McCarthy will talk today at 4 p.m. right here at the Star about the plan for Dak Prescott. But I will be shocked if we don't see him under center against Detroit. And Dak said his plan is to play this week. So, guys, four coming back. Heck. Yours, now, you know how I feel about Dak. I've been telling you from the same from hey, boy, I'm with Dak, whatever he do. But my question is, if Dak was doing it like that on the field before the game, why the hell didn't he play? <laughs> What difference is another six days going to make for his thumb? Okay. What was the big deal? He was out there throwing it the way that he was. I saw it. You saw it. Everybody around saw it. All the soreness, everything. Because if our best shot last night, we needed Dak to be able to complete some of those throws. We needed a different aspect of our defense because Philly came in there with the plan for Cooper Rush, and they had Cooper Rush seeing doubles. Of everything out there. And you just said yep. all he was looking at was man. So what the hell was he looking at if all he was seeing was man? Mm-hmm. Was guys just not getting open? It was, Hendershot and Ferguson. I mean, these other guys. Noah Brown, his favorite target. I kept asking myself the first quarter, where the hell is Noah Brown at? <laughs> and then finally, Noah Brown gets in on the act. If uh, That's all I'm saying. Whatever the – I don't want to call it gamesmanship. I don't know if it was just, hey, we're going to give you one more star just to see if you're going to ride the hot hand. But he but, told you what he was doing all week. He, he said, I need to see – Mike McCarthy said, I need to see a full week of practice. And he said last week he's he's still in the rehabilitation phase. No way. So, so come come this week, I expect Mike McCarthy – I'm just listening to his words. I'm going by what he said. I expect him to have a full week of practice to be ready to You're go. the head coach. You're the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. You're standing in the tunnel. And you see your $40 million quarterback out there zinging it the way Dak was. What's your thoughts? It's October 6th. My thought is it's October 16th. I want to make sure that when he's out there, that he can stay out there. So we had a plan. We're going to stick with the plan and let Cooper Rush go in out here and get, get one more in. I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I, I don't. Could Dak have made a, a difference last night? There's a lot of areas you could say he could. But 
I had no issues with. I had no issues with. This was the plan. This is what we want to do. I, I Did don't. the risk outweigh the reward, though? Like if you play him and he gets hurt, and you out for the rest of the. I mean, you ain't practice all saying, week, and we gonna throw you dub, out here. You, what yeah. if you're off? I mean, we haven't seen him do it out here where he needs to do it in, in a full game in a in a practice setting. The way Mike McCarthy said, I got no issues with that. I, I, honestly, I, I don't. I'm not looking at that saying, man, if four played, they would have won. I don't want to say that. Mm-mm. Why don't they, you want to say that? Because they Mm-mm. went out there with what they had, and then they, with what they had, they Mm-mm. shot themselves in the foot. Barry, I'm not calling you a quarterback uh, uh, aficionado or nothing like that, but if you are a coach and you see your start, your $40 million quarterback that you know is the man that's going to get you over the hump out there throwing, and you've had him all week, and you know what he's capable of, game time ready. In you October. Don't, in October. You don't play. You don't play him. No, because I don't. I don't think the. You know the. Rewar- I don't think it, you know the risk outweighs the reward. What's the, on what's the reward he, of playing he, him this Sunday? You go. You go. He go against a lesser defense. He not. He hadn't had practice time. He's off. He don't, that's he's his rusty. job. You he's went out rusty. there with a whole thing wrapped I did, around. I did. But I'm playing for a contract. You know, what are we I'm talking so about? We can't baby this there. man. This is what this man do. <laughs> this is what he do for a living. What are we talking about, man? We gonna see a lesser opponent. Oh, boy. Okay. We're going to see this week. <laughs> what? We're going to see him this week. <laughs> oh, hey, it's all right, heck. It's all right. No, we, we needed him yesterday. <laughs> we needed that yesterday. It's okay. Are we sure, though, if he's in there that they, they, they go On that win? read option, on that read option, did you see how Philly whole defense went down on that oh, yeah, read option? The they, they said, oh, you, we, we know what you're not about to do. <laughs> what? But if they had Dak out there, you still think Eagles would have reacted the same way? I don't think they load the box up and say, I I double, triple dog, dare you to make that throw out there. Yeah, they, yes, they would have done some things differently. But most of all, I don't. they had a plan going in here. I don't have an issue with the plan. And you know what? They've earned the right with the way Cooper Rush has played and the way they've turned things around since Tampa Bay that, that Mike McCarthy's earned the right to say this is the plan, what we want to do, and let him go do it. So everything – let me just be clear. Everything that Cooper Rush has done, I think ideally every – football team in the NFL wants for their backup quarterback to be capable of. If our main guy goes down, we want you to be able to win four straight games. That's ideal. But the the, the reality is, if your backup is in, everybody looks at it as your season is over, right? I do. This guy has come, right. <laughs> this guy has come in. He is he is held up. He's done something, kept you in contention. Even right now as we're sitting in third, I think we feel like we've gotten away with something because Cooper Rush has been so fe- been able to get it done. 102 yards. He's throwing for 102 yards, and our defense is still that good. And we knew that if our defense just did not have that lights-out game, he would struggle. We had it yesterday. Guess who we needed? We needed four, dog. <laughs> That's what we needed. They might hit you with it. It's all. He ain't ready yet. He ain't ready oh, yet. Got the plan is stuck with the plan so far. The plan, been, the plan has been good so far. I, I can't, I can't argue with. Uh, by the way, your head coach yesterday, <laughs> go get on TV. Talk about fly eagles fly. Fly eagles that. fly. Again. I couldn't he believe that. he said it either, man. I mean, <laughs> man, all I thought was that line in the under, undercover brother said, "We, I'm sorry, we're out of Dickies." He said, "We're all sold out." <laughs> man, <laughs> sold out. You could have just said the Eagles were going to win, right. but to no. hit him with the fly, fly eagles, eagles fly. fly. Like, come, come on, man. man. Now, now you out here. Clowning, clowning, man. Come on, man. JG did that. Yeah. He did, man. I mean, that's what you do when you when you're a part of the media, man. You you switch, yeah, and he switched. Yeah. He did that. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, hey, you he know, was right. You he know did, that he was, was me. He, he put extra right. on it. He didn't have to put no extra. <laughs> he did throw some sauce on right, it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, right? He stuck like. 
<laughs> we get you one time. I mean, you mm-hmm. trying to claim Cooper Rush on the on, during the program, you know, <laughs> trying to walk and talk with Zach, doing all that, using all your connections to get yourself in. Right then before, he, then he go uh, fly. He goes fly. Like, okay, man, look at this. Look at this dude. Put look some sauce this, on look it. Look at man. this. This guy. Yeah, that, <laughs> this guy. That ain't how you said it, but I know what you said. <laughs> <that's what you're laughs> I know what you said. <laughs> but, but yo, he but, went with hey, it. Everybody else on social media said it too. Yeah, they all yeah, said it too. They all said it too. All right, uh, let's ride. Russell Russell Wilson mm. in action tonight. Let's pick our Monday night football Talk game. About they need a dub. He Den- better get a dub. Denver is at the L.A. Chargers. Chargers are a four-and-a-half point favorite. I'm going to go first. Let's ride. Going. He's he in dead trouble. Uh, give me 26-21. Chargers win this one. You know who I'm riding with. I know you're Jay Herb, best young quarterback in the game. 28-20. Chargers. Man, the way that them boys was looking at Russell Wilson on the bench last week, man. Well, you see Melvin Ingram? The way they was looking at that man, the way they was looking, that was so disrespectful. I don't know what kind of week of prayer vigil they had in Denver, man, but I don't know if it worked. I'm going Chargers. And then you saw <laughs> Sherman just throwing gas on the fire. Uh, he, but he doing oh, he, that anyway. He, 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 <laughs> Well, you the story he like, is, hey, we didn't have his, we don't have his phone. Yeah, to talk phone to his manager in order to get in touch. Right. And I'm like, oh man, y'all just throwing gas on the fire, man. I don't know. We got a score. Got a score. I'm, I say twenty. What did you go? Twenty four seventeen. I go seventeen. I give him. I give him seventeen. 20. Speaking of scores, man, I was pretty much dead on with this Eagles Cowboys, man. Where, where you? What was your though. score? I think I had a twenty four seventeen. Church, you had, like it. Church, you had a twenty four seventeen. That is what like you it, had. Yeah. Church, you had twenty four seventeen. I'm running away with the state right now, man. Heck, you, <laughs> you had thirty four thirteen Cowboys. <laughs> D Mac had a seventeen sixteen Stop, Cowboys. Man. I had it. Uh, sixteen So, so half of us, it's half of us got it right. Half of us got it wrong. I would pat. <laughs> you hate to see it, man. You, you hate, hate to see, see it, man. They're going to bounce back this week, though. They got Detroit. They got Dan Campbell. Well, they better. They got Dan Campbell. You got Detroit and Chicago, then a bye. So get yourself to six, six and two. And, get yourself to six and two and hit a bye week. And then uh, you get on up to Green Bay. and They don't look too good either. They, they've got some issues. But there. how bad do you feel after this game? As a team, you come back and you riding high and you take this L to, to the Eagles. I mean, how do you, as a team, how do you bounce back? Because it was Philly. And you're in third place. Because it was Philly, you know, you're you still feeling kind of salty because you know you're going to hear it the whole rest of the week. But. You know, I, as a defender, I'm I'm feeling kind of mad, mad if you look at it because you know this defense. We all know they was a strength. That's and what then, they spoke know? about afterwards. They spoke. So they're they gonna put it on themselves. Yep. They, so they're they gonna take it pretty no hard. No excuses. We're, we'll we'll be. You know, this is not gonna define us. After afterwards, heck, they said the kind of things that you wanted to hear. They they know this wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. They know it wasn't good. I mean, I, I no, no, we never get to talk to Kelvin Joseph. I'd love to hear. Hey man, you know you stopped Turpin, right? You tackled Turpin, right? I mean. <laughs> Boy, boy. He came in there man, with shoulders. Put him down. Boss man fat, man. I just, I just, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. Oh, so frustrating. <laughs> so, fr- you know, I'm going to end right there because I'm going to get frustrated thinking about number one. Hackman Harrison, That's appreciate me. you. Barry Church. Yes, All right, for Jazzy, Chris, Big Will, everybody who helps put this thing together. Our man, Douglas Bear Cloud, we appreciate you catching the Players Lounge right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!